Hey everybody, welcome back to The Criminal Alphabet. This week's episode has a content warning on it, explicit warning on it, um, discussion of sexual abuse, sexual assault, uh, and otherwise just fairly gory this week. So if Blood and Guts is not for you, I would suggest clicking on a different one of our episodes. But if it is, uh, I hope you enjoy, I guess. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Criminal Alphabet, the podcast taking you letter by letter, A through Z, through the most notorious crimes you've ever or never heard of. I think uh, I'm Madison, Maddie, whoever I am this week. That's Kelsey. Hey, what's up? <laughs> I think we're skipping, I'm skipping the cutesy shit. Oh. Because I can't think of anything good. So, I figured we could jump jump in to... Your... Um... Jump into pee. Please giggle at my potty okay. humor. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, we're jumping back to just before the 1930s. So, to 1929, where... The Roaring Twenties? Yeah. Just about to end. Where... Where in Dusseldorf, North Rhine-Westphalia, Germany. Sure. That is, uh, that's, that, North Rhine-Westphalia is a state. Like, I thought Mississippi was bad or Massachusetts, but no. Yeah. Uh, so, a serial killer and sexual predator haunted the streets of this city. The assailant was dubbed the Monster of Dusseldorf, and investigators and citizens alike were petrified by the brutal crimes committed by the unknown person. I know this one! <laughs> the monster of Dusseldorf ran rampant throughout the city from May to November of 1913 before he was captured and his identity bef- became known. P is for Peter Curtin, aka the monster of Dusseldorf. You probably pronounce his last name differently because there's a little, the two dots above the U, but I don't know. I don't know what that means, so. I think it's, I think it might be their way of saying that the name or that the letter says its own Q. You? But I don't know for sure. Well, because, like, there's, in Sweden, there's, like, the the dots over, like, the O in Soderberg. Right. And so I'm like, is it because it says its own name? Or am I just saying my last name wrong? It means change of sound. Oh. Like, the word is, uh, I don't get, I don't understand. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm <Me>. so stupid. <laughs> what? I'm just reading the definition of an umlaut. And I didn't get... <laughs> oh, frick. It's over the U? Yeah. It's the E sound. So it's Peter Kirtan. Kirtan? Just say it like Niall, I think. Cool. Now we know. Kirtan? Kirtan. Okay. So Peter was born in May of 1883 as the third of 13 I children. I for real thought you were gonna about to say 13 boys and I was going to cry. No. 13 children. I mean, like, 13 children is right enough to make me cry, right. but for whatever reason. To poverty-stricken, abusive parents. Sure. 
The large family lived in a one-bedroom apartment <laughs> where the children were frequently subjected to their parents' horrifying drunken behavior. Not only would their father often beat his wife and his children, he also was known to force his children to watch him and their mother have sex. And here we have the makings of a serial killer. <laughs> In 1894, their father was convicted and put in jail for committing incest with the eldest Kirtan daughter. After his conviction, Peter's mother separated from his father, good for her, finally, and relocated the large family to Dusseldorf. So, here we see a serial killer who, in his, um, you know, childhood, was subjected to abuse and, like, sexual things within his family. When Peter reached the age of 13, he had his first girlfriend and began having sexual urges, which were not fulfilled within his relationship because while he w he was allowed to see his new his new girlfriend naked and he was allowed to like touch her a little bit, she refused to gain engage in actual like intercourse slash sex. Because she was 13? Right, right. <laughs> So, in order to relieve these new sections... I didn't even kiss my boyfriend when I was 13. I didn't have a boyfriend when I was 13. I did, but it was very brief. Do tell. He broke his collarbone, and I saw the bone, so it was intimate. <laughs> That's as intimate as y'all got. Yep. Because you were 13! <laughs> we were 13. Actually, maybe 12. It was 7th grade. So... How old are you? Wow. How old is anyone? How old am I? <laughs> yeah. I'm 23. Thank you. Um... Cool. In order to relieve these new sexual urges, Peter decided to engage in bestiality with sheeps, pigs, and goats, and he discovered that if he stabbed them right as he achieved orgasm, it would further his sexual elation. I know all of this, but it's so much worse to hear you say it to me. It's way worse to hear something than to read it, I feel. I've heard it before because my favorite murder did this. Oh, I think it's because I'm saying it. It's very different when it's you. Because you know me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's why. Oh, 100%. It's like when my mom tried to give me the talk and I hid under a quilt because it was just too much. My parents never gave me the talk. Yeah, I really wish mine hadn't, but here we are. Yeah, I wouldn't oh, want to Oh, my have... dad just texted me. Hi, Jeff. That was perfect timing. Maybe he wants to have another talk. <laughs> well, but not only did Peter assault animals, he attempted to rape his sister. The same one that his father had earlier assaulted. Right. Because, yeah. He's a delight, really. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, Peter eventually, like, dropped out of school and started, like, moving around um, by himself. He ran away. Um, and he committed his first murder in November of 1899 when he picked up an 18-year-old girl and lured her to a local park. So, Peter had sex with the girl. I am unsure if it was consensual or not. Um, right. But, like, I personally wouldn't just, like, have sex in a park. But, like, I don't know. She could have wanted to. Um, and then after he had sex with her, he strangled her and left her there. Um, this is what, what he, like, claims was his first murder. But it was never, like, there aren't, like, records in police or anything to, like support this so like it's possible that that never actually happened because the murder or the sex the murder but she's not alive there were no records you're right duh yup <laughs> <laughs> it's like there were no records in like police or like 
Right, but I was more in my head. I thought like there was going to be a census, but no. 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 Um so yeah, like he was like count. he was like, "Yeah, this is what I did." And they were like, "Uh, eh, we don't know if that's true." We're um, not sure about that, but all right. Uh, we don't know. So, well, you're here. In May of 1913, Peter's urges could no longer be satisfied by prostitutes and farm animals. So at this point, he had spent years in... A wide breath. Right, right. He doesn't discriminate. Um, At this point, he had spent years in prison for arson as well as military abandonment. Um, Oh, he went AWOL? Yeah, yep. He was like, ah, bye. Um, But his time in prison didn't deter him from committing crimes because that... Spoiler alert. Jail doesn't deter crime. Trust me. I've learned a lot of theories of crime. None of them are right. It's a conglomerate of multiple. It depends on the person. Um, Guess he's not licensed. No. But she knows. But I I know. I took a class that's literally just called Theories of Crime. Thanks, Jeff. Shout out to Jeff Moss. Sorry, wrong Jeff. Not your Jeff. My Jeff. My professor Jeff slash advisor Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. But shortly upon his release from prison, he burgled a home in his neighborhood because he was bored. Like, let's be real. He was definitely like a sociopath. Well, or, because... you know, listen, maybe not. Maybe <clears throat> they're just people who are like, you know what? I'm bored today. Let's burgle. Let's burgle. So while he was inside the home... He happened upon the owner's nine-year-old daughter, and he strangled her and slashed her throat with a pocket knife. No! This is so disgusting to me, but I have to say it. Upon hearing the girl's blood drip to the floor, he ejaculated. So, I think the big kicker is that he started to, like, realize that reliving the crimes was another form of sexual gratification for him. So, over the next few months, he visited, like, this nine-year-old girl's grave and, like, would just, like, touch the soil, which and gave him sexual satisfaction. Ugh. But two, uh, two months later, Peter committed pretty much the same crime um, when he burglarized the home of a 17-year-old girl, which, like, yikes. Yeah, Peter kind of sucks. Yeah, kind of. Just, like, I'd say so. At large. Um, but Peter again landed himself in jail for arson and sexual crimes, um, but he quickly continued his crime spree after he was released. <laughs> you think? Um, a few months after he was released from prison, Peter had already attempted to strangle four women, all of whom got away. Good for them. What's wrong with me today that I envisioned, like, at once? <laughs> like, Peter, that's not gonna work. Um, no. Um, then in August of 1929, this is when things really picked up. Uh, the height of his murders began, and he- Do you know, speaking of, sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, my, in my, my criminal justice class, we were talking about, and you can literally track crime, like, rates with ice cream sales, because heat impacts crime. Dang. With ice cream! Also, earlier when you said I'm not licensed, I'm almost licensed. You're gonna have a grad, like, an undergrad. Yeah, in criminology, yeah, but which is the study of crime and why it happens. Right, but you're not, like, a psychologist. I'm not, like, a doctor. Yeah. I'm not a psychologist or psychiatrist, but I do a lot of research for the show. 
Um, we throw around these things, and I feel like we need to specify. We don't know anything, really. No, we're just speculating. <laughs> this is conjecture. However, it is proven that prisons do not deter crime. Well, right. And also that pretty much every, like, mass murderer you could think of had a horrible childhood. Yeah. Um, Which, cool motive, still murder. Yep, right? <laughs> Cool if you, like, think that that might be your mom, but, like, that's not, and you still killed them. That's the, I watched, I started watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and that was the best part of any, like, police-related show I've ever watched. Cool motive, still murder. A particularly gruesome murder out of the six people that Peter killed in a month was that of Maria Hahn. So Peter had, like, seen Maria and arranged to take her on a date, so he lured Maria into a meadow, which apparently he, like, really likes grassy areas. I got dumped in the forest. I knew that. Same energy. Same energy, different... Different outcome, same energy. Yeah. So while they were out in the meadow, uh, he strangled her, stabbed her in the chest and head, and then sat on top of her and waited for her to die. Like, sat on top of her so she couldn't get up. No! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's so horrible! (laughs) You're wheezing! I'm sorry. I don't know why that's so funny. (laughs) It took her an hour. it, it, It took her an hour to die. Oh my god. I just feel like that's, like, what the mean, like, neighbor kid does to you. Like, it's, like, pins you down. It's, like, I'm gonna sit like, on you. sits on you. Yeah, but he, like, stabbed her and right, strangled her before. Was, you know, bleeding out. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. I'm sobbing. <laughs> so, it took a full hour for Maria to die, and then Peter buried her body in a cornfield. Uh, several days later, or weeks later, excuse me, he returned... Because he wanted to nail her decomposing remains to a tree in a mock crucifixion to the public. He's the one who put Bella in the witch elm. Maybe. Solved it. <laughs> it has been solved. You heard it here first. You're welcome. Um, but uh, Peter was too weak to lift the body. <laughs> So, uh, she just, she just returned the corpse to the grave. That's me. I would be like, yeah, I can do this. And it's like, no, you're too weak. I'm sorry. Go home. Yeah. So then after the murder of Maria, Peter changed his weapon of choice from a pair of scissors to a knife because he was like, ooh, this will really throw off the police. (laughs) (laughs) Throwing them off the rhythm. Right. So essentially he did all of these, like, murders and... (laughs) You know, <laughs> like, he killed, like, a lot of people. Just kept on killing. I c- and we could go on and on about each individual murder, but that right. is too much. I just, I thought that one was especially gory. Um, Apparently not to me. Right. By the late summer of 1929, so the murders committed by the unknown person at the time was dubbed the Vampire of Dusseldorf and also, like, the monster. So, either works. Um, because... At some point in the murders, he did try to, like, drink the blood of his victims. So, 
Yeah, that was strange. Um, yep, yep, you did. I was just going to ask if it was the same yep. one. I was pretty sure, mm-hmm. but... So, all of these, like, all the investigators are, like, in on... Like, in, not in on it. Whoa. All of the investigators are, like, going ham trying to solve this. Reporters are... Tr- <laughs> what is so funny to you right now? Going ham in 1929. <laughs> Oof. Um, we can't record this late. Not anymore. It's too much for me. So this is when uh, Peter kind of started to taunt the media. So he like... Again, as one yeah. does. So he sent like the precise location or like the a map revealing like the location of like where Maria Hahn's body was buried um, and some other um, victims and there were a couple other murders that kind of led to up to it um one was gertrude alberman who was like his final attack um though he did like weirdly start doing like hammer attacks where he was like (laughs) i was just gonna say didn't he like beat like a kid yeah but like no one died in those attacks yeah um, he just, like, maimed some people. He did some other strangulate, like, attempted strangulations. You know, just maiming. Yeah. Um, but, like, a bunch of, like, they all survived and were like, hey, here's, like, a description of who came at me. Right. Um. Did he wear a weird mask or am I thinking of something else? No, he didn't wear a mask. Not that okay, I saw anywhere. something else. Um. I'll try and find what I'm thinking of again. So, there was one person... There was Maria Budlick, and she was approached. She was approached by Peter at the um, at a train station, mm-hmm. and was like, "Hey, like, I have like directions to this hostel. Like, I'll walk you there." Um, and then he like started to bring her into like this park and started to strangle her. Um, or no, sorry, she didn't start to strangle her. He was like, that was his plan was to you know kill her. Right. Um, but because she, like, she kind of got the heebie-jeebies from being in this, like, park where no one else really was at all. And so she started to argue with Peter and this other man, like, came up and was like, hey, y'all good? Mm. Not in, in 1930. He didn't, like, say it like that, but you know what I mean? Right. Um. And, like, was like is he like bothering you and she said yes and so then she walked away and eventually when they um oh my god i literally read this entirely wrong when i was doing the research <laughs> peter is not it literally was an unknown man who was arguing with, with this woman and peter came to save her oh so, plot twist, y'all. Pete. I read this totally wrong. And um, then she, like, he invited, Peter invited Maria back to his apartment because he was like, I just saved you. Like, oh, I'm obviously no. wonderful. Oh, no. And um, they, like, had dinner and had some drinks and stuff. And then um, she was like, hey, by the way, I'm not going to have sex with you. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, and then, th- then he did, like, bring her to the woods. 
Why? Pretending like, he was gonna take her, just pretending he was gonna take her to a hotel, and like, then was oh, like, "Hey, I'm gonna try to kill you, dude." And then just kill people in the like privacy of your home, right? Stop. And then, uh, and then she like screamed when he was like trying to kill her or rape her or something. Sure. Um, and he like let go, just like I don't know why he chose this time to let go, but it would be his demise, <laughs> right? Um. But he, like, let her go and, like, let her leave. Huh. It was weird. Um, so she didn't, like, report it to the police right away. Um, but she said, she, like, wrote a letter to a friend that was, like, explaining what happened. Mm-hmm. And then she addressed, she was, like, rolled down the wrong address of her friend. So the post office, like, person just opened it. I don't know why that was a thing. Um... But then, like, read the letter and was like, hey, police, y'all should probably read this. Um, So they got in contact with um, Maria and were like, can you show us where his house was? And she did. And then they walked into the apartment and he wasn't home, but... He was home or was not? No, he was not home. But then, like, he wasn't, like, in his apartment, but... He did, like, see the, like, police in, like, the hallway of his building and ran out of there. Mm -hmm. And he told his wife, because plot twist, he was married at this point. Listen, I'm never going to be surprised by that after BTK. Yeah, true. So he... um, Among others, but BTK especially. Yeah. So his he, like, told his wife and his wife and was like, hey, can I go stay in a hotel? And his wife was like, yeah, sure. Bye. Yeah. Um, Surprise, his wife hated him. Yeah. And then once he returned, like, back home after he was in the hotel for a little bit, um, he, can like, told his wife, he's like, hey, by the way, I'm, like, the vampire slash monster of Dusseldorf. And she was like, um. She was like, I thought so. So she, Peter was like, hey, you could get the reward money so you can turn me in. And you can collect right. the reward money. And I was like... I, I forgot about that, yeah. I was like, wow. So... <laughs> He's really a great husband, though. If nothing else. Right. Uh, so, yeah, she was like, hey, my husband confessed to these. And he, like, is willing to confess to you guys. So you guys know everything. Um, and I get that money. And then he was arrested. So he was immediately like, yeah, I'm guilty. <laughs> like, he just was like, yeah, uh-huh. That's me. And he confessed to, like, the unsolved murders that weren't attributed to the, like, vampire or monster of Dusseldorf. Um, right. So he, co- he admitted to 68 crimes, which included 10 murders, 31 attempted murders. He l- didn't even make excuses for his crimes, but was like, I had a shitty life, so I did it essentially he did like say like i didn't torture any of my child victims i only tortured the adults which you know nice really kind of him um and then he like basically admitted that he had like a sexual satisfaction with like seeing blood and all that kind of stuff um yeah so he was like interviewed while he was in prison by different um well, particularly, like, one 
psychologist and they did kind of like a study on him um but basically like they came to the conclusion that like he like took sexual acts and like blood and they were like the same heinous crime yeah peter was charged with nine counts of murder and seven of attempted murder and he um even though he said that he killed or like did like six billion crimes yeah i don't know the trial lasted 10 days and maybe statutes were different then also it's germany yeah it could be very different i don't know about that yeah but they talked i forgot for a second we weren't in america no the jury only took two hours to come back with a verdict which is either always very good or very bad like there isn't like an (laughs) in-between um so he was sentenced to death on nine counts of murder and he was also found guilty of the seven counts of attempted murder. He didn't display any emotion or anything, um, but he did state that he now saw his crimes as being, quote, so ghastly that he did not want to make any sort of excuse for them. Okay. Don't. He didn't try to appeal or anything, but he did try to, like, get a pardon from the Minister of Justice <laughs> because he generally, like, wasn't, a fan of capital punishment but the minister of justice was like funny and rejected it you know listen sir it was uh, like good one I have heinously murdered a good number of people but i am opposed to the death penalty what can we do about that yeah so on july 1st of 1931 he had his last meal he had wiener schnitzel a bottle of white wine and fried potatoes. To, like, french fries? <laughs> yeah, right? And then at 6 o'clock um, the next morning on July 2nd, he was beheaded by guillotine. Honestly, I don't plan on ever being put to death. But, like, if I had to be, guillotine's the way to do it. Why? Because it's quick. Doesn't really hurt. You're just done. Well, and, like... Hanging your neck breaks and you're in pain well like some of his last words this is their, like quotes he said he asked the psychiatrist he was like after my head is chopped off will i still be able to hear at least for a moment the sound of my own blood gushing from the stump of my neck that would be the pleasure to end all pleasures peter <laughs> um and then when he was asked if he had like any last words or anything uh he just smiled and was like no so no that was it <laughs> So he, um, after the execution, they took his head and it was mummified. Um, and then they used his brain for forensic analysis because they thought that would explain his, like, behavior. But plot twist, it didn't. There was no abnormalities at all. I have two fun facts. Okay. I have two fun, well, okay, fun is, let's use that loosely. One, do you know, I think I might have told you this already, Did do you know where, you know, Madame Tussauds? Yeah. The wax figures. Do you know where that started? Probably with people. Marie Antoinette. Oh. This woman was like in prison during the French Revolution. Madame Tussaud. Got out somehow without, you know, losing her head. Mm-hmm. And she did wax like heads of like Marie Antoinette and her husband and like the people who were killed by guillotine basically. Mm-hmm. And then because she couldn't stay in France, she started touring like Europe oh. with them, and then opened her first uh, store, like full shop in England, and became Madame Tussaud. Good for her. Second fact. Yes. Apparently, someone there's like a BBC documentary or something now, not 
I don't know how recent it is, but somebody did research to figure out the most humane way to kill people. Yeah, what what was it? <laughs> Some, like, gas. Like, helium, almost. I think it might... I don't remember now. But it basically, like, makes you... It makes you epoxic, so you're, like, high as a kite and losing oxygen to your brain, and then you're just dead. But the study ended saying, that, like, no one will ever introduce this because no one wants people who they're being who are like being killed to be comfortable yeah exactly and i said amen why do we kill people anyway it's more expensive like i mean it's more why do we do imprison people for a million years that's too expensive also i don't know uh yeah i always say we had like a debate on it in my government class in high school and i was like oh you and you and chris got into it didn't you (laughs) I don't remember. I don't remember his opinions. Um, but I just remember I am like, very, you know, I like, feel very safe to say that they are probably different than yours. The opposite of mine? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, we got into it a few times, but not, I don't think we did on that. I don't really remember. He may not have been there that day, honestly. And I was like, no, I don't want, like, like, I get that in the moment, like, if someone killed, like, you or whatever, I would be, like, off with their heads. Uh-huh. But... <laughs> wow that's also, so touching you're welcome but i'm like no i don't like maybe in the moment but like i would rather have you like rotting in a cell yeah thinking about what you did than like getting out of it but then like ted bundy you had to kill ted bundy he was gonna get out he's so smart you know it's wild he was so smart he would have like gotten one of the guards to fall in love with him it would have been like he that- got the guards to let him have sex with his whatever. yeah right like he it would have been like that trope where like the guard falls in love with the prisoner and like does they like eh. like it would have been real <laughs> um but yeah so basically that's that's peter that's p Ugh. um he was foul he was foul like vile yeah and yeah that's pretty much it yeah. that's a good one i forgot about that case I didn't know, like, I knew, like, the basics of it, like, he sucked, um, and he was, like, real gross. I mean, that's, like, a pretty good guess to go with when, like, you're called the vampire of anything. Yeah, right, yeah, but he, when they were, I was, like, doing research and stuff, and I was, like, well, damn. Yeah. Yeah, like, they're definitely, does there, is there gonna be a trigger, not a trigger warning, but a explicit on this one, do you think? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Even just like the quote of him saying, Will I be able to still yeah. hear the sound yeah. of my own blood gushing from the stump of my neck? Like that in itself, like right. explicit. Well, right. And I mean, the like sexual abuse yeah. stuff yeah. is. Oof. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I feel like every time we do one of these, especially that are like, just punches in the gut <laughs> it's like yeah i there's like a tiny piece of me that's like god damn like you had a really shitty life and it's like i feel really bad for you on that but a lot of people had really shitty lives and don't you know massacre people so right choices slash also your brain choices oh yeah that's i would strongly suggest well not strongly if you're interested there's definitely like more kate like pieces of that that oh yeah there's so much there's so many there's so Uh, much but it's he's wild yeah and also just i'm saying for me personally i'm not laughing that people died but 
you got to give it to me that sitting on someone is kind of funny in a very sad and scary way. Mm-hmm. Listen, we all have to deal with this. So that's, so that's P. Yeah. There, there it, it is. is. Oh. Hey. Hello. <laughs> so moving forward, we'll be posting on Sundays because I have a real job now. And it's a lot of work. <laughs> so updates or uh, updates uploads um are gonna be sundays from and um yeah i mean i think that's that's about it again as always you can head to our instagram for photos and any like extra tidbits we share about the cases um otherwise we -hmm. will talk at you next time for q because that's what a podcast is exactly (laughs) goodbye (laughs) bye did you like my asmr to me (laughs)